Hi, everybody. Welcome to Quinspiracy. My name is Anthony Quinn. Of course, it has to be me. I'm still doing this effing podcast. And, dude, I have somebody I've wanted to have on here for years. Literally years. And he's not even that old. (laughs) Everybody. I don't know what that had to do with anything. Everybody. Nick Bailey. What's up, buddy? Holler at your boy, Anthony Quinn. It is Nick Bailey here. Nick. I remember you asked me to do this back in uh, 2020 as we were doing outdoor COVID mics, and we're here now. Yeah. Over the phone. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we started doing, I started doing them over the phone during COVID, and uh, and it's just so much easier. Um, yeah, just keep the format, why not? Well, just people's reaction to it is so much better. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's just over the phone. They're like, not even Zoom. I'm like, no, not Zoom. They're like, oh yeah, call me anytime. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, ooh, I'm not, you know, we're gonna do some studio stuff. I'm gonna, I had there's a studio around the corner from me here that, okay. that has some decent rates. I'm gonna do some studio stuff, but um, to tell you the truth, um, if you're if you're people that listen to this podcast. Please try to help support me and give me some encouragement because, uh, oh, you We're know. We're going to make this podcast go international if it's not already. Uh, the thing is, man, is when you're only one person doing everything, it's hard. Like, you know, I used to put two out a week. Now I'm lucky if I put one out every 10 days. You know, it's like I'm, I'm trying. Not, I do about one a week, but sometimes it goes to 10 days. So it's like because I have two podcasts because I have two of them. I tried to make them one. And then that didn't really work. So we're just trying to just keep the content flowing. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear that? Two podcasts. Two podcasts. (laughs) And I stand by all the content, man. I stand by all the content. So it's cool, man. I mean, you know, it's it's, everyone's got to do what they got to do. You got to stay busy. Everybody who's anybody knows comedy is about forging your own path. Absolutely. So so, um, Nick Bailey is a comedian out of... um, you're in Warwick, right? Uh, yeah, oh, no. yeah. I, Florida. You know, I You're in Florida. I'm in New York a bit, but, you know, I'm in the greater Warwick area. Warwick consists of, like, three or four towns already. Yeah, yeah, Warwick's beautiful, man. Nick lives in a really beautiful area, really. And I try to get out of it as much as I can. <laughs> All those cops' daughters get in your way, right? <laughs> Not too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So, all right, yeah, um, you know, Nick. Nick has been doing comedy now for a while, and he's a young dude. Um, he promotes shows, and um, he's everywhere. He's a hardworking dude. So, little, little did you know, Anthony Quinn, or listeners of Anthony Quinn, Anthony Quinn might be on a Nick Bailey show this coming July <laughs> on his own farm. I don't own a farm. It's a figure of speech because I'm doing a Bailey show next to the black dirt up in my area. All right. Sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Um. You know, I used to get all like bent out of shapes about not getting booked on bent out of shapes, bent out of shapes. <laughs> I used to get all bent out of shape about bent out of shapes. <laughs> I still get bent out of shapes <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh, we all. In the bathroom. We all. Us comedians are bitches. We <laughs> yeah. get bent out of shape for not signing up to the open mic on time. But but no, I used to like get a little bent out of shape for like not, not, not getting booked on shows and thinking people. But dude, there's so many comedians. And I mean, I hate to break it to myself, but maybe a lot of people's lineups don't call for a little round fucking middle-aged white guy. <laughs> My motto, too many comedians, not enough jokes. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes, like, you know, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta, like, try to just keep forging forward and doing stuff. Like this Comedy Fight Club. I don't really like doing Comedy Fight Club, but those guys call me. Everyone says they like my performances, so I just go and have some fun, you know? Oh, yeah. Go act like a lunatic. And they, all these, yeah, you know, all these dudes, they like it, and we have fun. And, you know, maybe I'll be in their mind for some show or some whatever. You just never. Did you, uh, did you do it at Tiff's in Morris Plains? Yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was what all was right. What was the turnout like? What? What was the turnout like? Uh, it was like, uh, I would say it was like, um, 
was like half full. About okay, half. Okay. Full. It was about half full. There were some people there. It wasn't. It was mostly like um, comics and friends of theirs and stuff. There wasn't like a lot of regular people there, but it was fun. It was fun, and you know, Andrew Rich drove. My son went, so it was. It was. Um, and that's a. It's a pretty decent bar. They make some pretty decent food. Um. So it was. It was. Uh, I don't know. You know, I. I. I'm not the biggest roast guy. I really don't like roast that much. But you know, whatever. It's. 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 I'm getting. I'm. I'm. I'm not even getting better at. It. I'm just getting better at like um going up and pretending to roast somebody. <laughs> You're the character for that, so that's why they pick you. But I've only ever done one roast. I've only done one roast, and that was in 2019 or 2020, around the time I met you. And uh, you remember Billy Doyle at all? Yeah, I do. How's he doing? Yeah, he, he like, stops. You probably, like, figured that as much as anyone else. But he, like, the last time I saw him do comedy was uh, about... A year ago or so, when we were doing that tapped mic in Middletown, I didn't see Billy for like a good two years. Not even COVID, he just like stopped answering me and my friends' calls and texts, and then he just spawned out of thin air. And I'm like, dude, I kind of haven't seen you since your roast. Uh, yeah. Are they still doing then, that mic up there? Are they still doing that mic up there? No, I, I've been hearing mixed things. I've been hearing things from like uh, Walter and a few of the people in the Middletown area. They were like, oh, I heard it's coming back. Oh, so it's not I on now. the business itself, and they said they're only doing the music open mic still, which, you know, I don't really want to be the only comic going up for a full-fledged music Did mic. Did so. not doing it? That's the thing. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. He, he's a lot, he's doing a lot of shows again with Ray Ott, but I have no clue in terms of the mic. Mm, mm, cool. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I guess... It was a good um, room, but I have no, it's up in the air. I guess Kevin Ludlow is doing the, the, the one in... Uh, oh, yeah. Beacon starting next Wednesday again. Yeah, that's a good one. It is. It's just good for me to go see some of the people, you know? Like, I don't see Gilbert really around. There's certain people I just don't see at other, other places, you know? Yeah, everybody's got their own time, but, like, Wednesday was always good because... That, that one that started up, I think it only had like six or seven comics, and then we got to like the 20s. Yeah, and that dude lost his mind. I'm not going to say his name, but I don't know what happened there. Let's just say, let's just say it rhymes with TJ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Everyone's got to do what they got to do. But um, what, I would, what I would say happened is a lot of people try to cheat, man. They try to like, um, they try to be more than they are when they first come into comedy. You know what I'm saying? No, there's, that's true. That's true. There's no cheating. There's no cheating. You try to lie and say you've been doing comedy longer, this and that, all this other stuff. You try to over-exaggerate. You're going to put yourself in a spot and you're going to be exposed like a motherfucker. Oh, I remember I did that. I remember I did that. I was like, oh, I've been doing this for a few years, but it was really me going to an open mic every now and again. Yeah. But I just included like that just so I didn't seem like the rookie in the room, you know? It's one thing to put something on your resume and then learn learn a new feature in Word, okay? It's another thing when you have a microphone and you're standing in front of people. You know, it's 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 learning on the job is a hard thing, man. Is a hard thing when it comes to comedy. So we got got to try to keep that in mind. I mean, some of these dudes, I see some of these dudes, and they just, I don't think they understand how easy it is these days. How many mics there are? You know what I'm saying? Like how many events there are. It's really easy to get started in comedy these days. You know, especially all, around here. All these comedy, like, so, like all, a lot of stuff has died since COVID, but we're trying to bring it back to life. It's not just mics, but shows and a culture and a community. All these comedy, like um, classes and all this like stuff, and yeah, I mean it, it's 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 it'll come back. It's coming back everywhere. It's coming back. People people are tired of uh, of staying in. You know, people are tired of staying in. So, all right. So, Nick, let me ask you a question, buddy. Are you a conspiracy guy? A little bit. Uh, <laughs> that I, means no. I forgot the last conspiracy <laughs> that I dived deep down the rabbit hole. But, uh, let's see. A little uh, bit. Give me a time I'm a little bit. <laughs> trying to think the last thing that I like, really, really 
just went down to Alice in Wonderland. But uh, what's what's the most recent conspiracy that you've seen or researched? Okay, all right. So, um, you know, I don't I don't really talk a lot about. Um, I don't get so I don't get real serious on this podcast. I try to explain to people that it's really a comedy podcast, um, and it's more about what my guest knows. Um, sometimes we could chat about current events, like we could chat about the president getting arrested. You know what I'm saying? Um, we could chat about that, but really, it's just it's a joke. What do you know about it? What do you know about Donald Trump getting arrested? Just that he, he went to a courthouse, then that he went he, out. That he that he loves pornography, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> that he loves what I, him and every other fucking. Yeah, he doesn't like pornography. He likes the real deal. He paid for it literally. So. <laughs> And every other American, the United States of pornography. <laughs> I do have okay. I did think of one conspiracy thing that's, I, I in my opinion, I like to say ninety percent facts already. So uh, you know, ninety percent. Wow. Oh, what's up? I said ninety percent. All right, go ahead. I'm all ears. So this has been talked about forever, like on Facebook and Reddit, and uh, it's actually somewhat published in a book. Now, you know me, I'm only 26. I grew up on a lot of different Nickelodeon and Disney shows and stuff like that. Are you familiar with uh, Dan Schneider, the writer of a lot of Nickelodeon shows? Yeah, yeah. He was on, like, he wrote a lot of shows back in, like, the 80s and the 90s, more sitcom-based, but... You know, I wrote stuff from all that, Keenan and Kel, all the way up to Drake and Josh and iCarly. So I forgot how this came to be. I think I just saw it on Twitter one day back when the Me Too movement was big. So remember, every celebrity was getting canceled. It went from guys like Louis C.K. to Chris Hardland. Me Too? Anybody you could think of. But I remember seeing Dan Schneider specifically, and it was the facts of the matter that he is a possible child predator, which I believe. Dan Schneider, wasn't he like the uh, 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 a talk show guy? I'm not so sure about a talk show. I know he was a very, very big writer for a lot of kids' TV shows, though. Okay. I know there was a Dan Schneider that was a talk show guy for a while. Might not be wrong. I'll have to research that. Anyway, so go ahead. So, um, the most recent thing, there's an actress, her name's Jeanette McCurdy, she was on a lot of Nickelodeon shows, and she published a book within the past year called I'm Glad My Mom Is Dead. Great title for a bestseller, if you do say so myself. Wow. Um, but she was one of those moms that forced her, you know, away from her childhood, like, you know, treated her child as a paycheck, like, audition for this TV show or else. And it led for her to be just basically psychologically abused and you know i didn't read it but from what i read in forums <laughs> and different opinions and reviews it seemed that dan schneider is strongly hinted at being a child predator i didn't read it ego i didn't read it but man it's riveting it seems riveting <laughs> who reads books anymore the people that made the reviews that's who <laughs> the people i read reviews pal okay get off my back <laughs> but uh, just all the other stuff that's like led to the conspiracies and stuff like that based on him. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know these dudes. Um, you get over to Hollywood, you get over to wherever you're producing all this stuff, and you're like a god to people. You know, people they get they get on this thing where they're like a god. They feel like they can do anything. Yep. You know, Maybe, like, and, and God only knows, like, I don't know if it's, say, the parents or whoever, but who knows if these kids even have to sign NDAs even going into their adulthood. So that way, because I remember from what I read online, they said, they mentioned that the creator made us do these things. So I'm like, oh, they can't say his name or else they'll get sued. <coughs> wow. That's great. Are you smoking some uh, tobacco product? <laughs> no, it's uh, I'm just eating popcorn. There we go. That's it. That's it. But nah, man. I mean, coming out of my phone. I mean, what are these dudes like? And that's what it is. Is like sometimes you start to think, oh, maybe it was misunderstanding. But no, when you keep going on, they oh, there's think, so much evidence. They think that they're they're a fucking create. They think that they're a god. They think that they're a god. They think that they're you know like. <coughs> 
Who the fuck thinks that? Like, hey, uh, you know, maybe that little girl wants to have sex with me. Come on, man. It's fucking disgusting, man. You know, you know? I mean, like, like, that's what fame does. That's what um, uh, uh, success does. All of a sudden... You think with all the money they make, they could, like, take a world tour vacation or reinvest into something. <laughs> no, they just get this ego trip and, like you said, they think they're... They're on this god complex power trip, and they well, that's it. There's, there's that's no it. law to them. There's no law to them. There's too they're too cool for school at that point. Exactly. They're, they're too cool. Like that. That's once you start. This is I know. Once I start, like if I'm if I'm um uh, drinking or, or or using any kind of substance, and I start like chasing it. And I start really going after it. I know I'm in trouble. And, you know, they that's the same way, man. Like, you can't just you can't just keep putting yourself out there. And, and, and I don't know, man. It, it's it's because, you know, one of the, I say this all the time on the podcast. One of the most addictive things I've ever come across is, no, is notoriety. Notoriety. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you get notoriety... And people start knowing who you are, and they start liking your stuff, and they start, you know what I'm saying? Believe it, that shit gets to you, man. That shit's addictive. You know? People want to be acknowledged, but some people don't handle it very, very healthily. But when, that's the thing is, when you get on that level, the more popular you get, the little, the little, every little thing means, the less... Every little piece of notoriety means you want more and more and more. Why? How come I'm not on NBC? How come I'm not on this? How come I'm not on... I don't get invited to the Academy Awards? What the fuck? I could just see myself bitching You and me both, this. man. You and me both. I could see myself alienating myself from films saying that to people. Well, you don't want Anthony Quinn to be at the Academy Awards? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna make it. Uh, <laughs> oh man! So I don't know. You know, it's it, it's a different world and stuff. But but I don't care. I I always say this too. Uh, uh, success and money does not make you a molester. You know, except for Dan Schneider. No, I'm saying it doesn't. He was always a molester. He's always yeah, a molester. If, if I may, if I may. Um, I, I just, I read all these little random things that just make sense. So I think there was things saying that Dan Schneider had a foot fetish. And if you remember back in the early mid two thousands, the Nickelodeon logo was a foot <laughs> for quite some time. I'm like, Oh my God. He was whacking off to his own there logo. There was always these weird stunts that I, even I remember later into, uh, the Nickelodeon years, like I think on the Amanda show with Amanda Bynes and iCarly with you know, Miranda Cosgrove, Jeanette McCurdy, they were always these weird, weird animations and they had to like show their feet all the time and it's just like, these are kids, what is the, f when you look at it when you're a kid, you're just watching like a kid's TV show and when you're an adult and look back at it for nostalgia, you're just like, oh god, this was very, you're like, shut up and take your plan. Shut off and take your shoes off, Billy. <laughs> and supposedly, a lot of that stuff was unscripted, which is even worse. Not yeah. only was it saying, like, as if it were written into a script, like, oh, I think this would be funny. They're on the job, they have an episode to film, and then it's like, you know what? Why don't you uh, take your shoes and maybe these parts of your clothes off? <laughs> Holy shit. <coughs> so, yeah, so, well, my point was is that <coughs> even if he was not a successful guy, even if he was working at um, uh, Dave and Buster's or something, right? Um, he would still be a molester. Getting getting popular and having well, that Dave power. Buster's has a reputation, doesn't it? Oh my! Did having getting like popular and having that power just gave him more opportunities as a molester? But when you're sick, you're sick. You know, like, Harvey Weinstein is a piece of shit whether he's a successful producer or not. That's a fact. You know? So it's like, that's what a lot of people... We're just it, keeping these people alive for some reason. A lot of people... <laughs> slow down there, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> a Sorry, lot of people, though... Speaking. 
I think a lot of people subconsciously give them that a little bit of that past, like, well, you know, it's Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, palm trees, palm trees and fucking uh, tequila or whatever. Like, you know, cool mixed drinks by the pool. You know, you don't have to have sex with children. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not part of being in Hollywood, man. You know, wherever the isn't it wasn't Nickelodeon in Cleveland or something? Where the Ohio? Orlando, sir. Oh, is it Orlando? Sorry. It was Orlando, sir. I don't even know what it is anymore. I just know a lot of them are sick in the head. Oh, man. I repeat, I think there's too many alive. Okay, are you still on Are you on speaker right now or no? You're on regular phone? Regular phone. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, So, all right. Okay, so... What's one, I asked this question, so I haven't asked this in a little while. Um, what's one conspiracy, like what's one that you kind of always kind of, I'm not, I'm not going to put you on the spot and say one that you get on board with, right? But if I had a gun to your head and I said, what's the conspiracy you think maybe there's a little something to? <laughs> Let's see. I used to say, what's your favorite conspiracy? I don't say it like that anymore. But what's like the one that you're always like, you know, uh, I think I think maybe there's something to that one. Uh, damn. Now you, now you got me going places now. <laughs> my, these gears are ticking in my head. Uh, Dude, someone's something- got to make you think those chicks you're dating aren't doing it. <laughs> that that uh, that part's actually true, but, but I'm only dating them to tell them my conspiracy theories. <laughs> Let's see. You're only dating them um, to see their feet. <laughs> something that always makes me think. Uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking too hard right now. Yeah, just um, relax. I'm not, no one's gonna hunt you down and, and and question you on it. Just think of one like. You know, all like the big boys, like, you know, 9-11, all that kind of stuff. I don't really talk much about 9-11 on this uh, because a lot of people died and there's just so many wacko douches that talk about it. Um, you hear that open mics too much anyway. You're sort of just like, I don't even know if I believe it or not anymore. Th- this is, this is I what I... hear New Jersey comics talk about this regularly off stage. No thanks. This is... <laughs> and you know what, Nick? You just said it, buddy. You just said it. People discredit information all the time. The anti-Semitic dudes do it with all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. They have all kinds of decent information, and then they say their anti-Semitic agenda, and then it disqualifies everything they said because they're a lunatic. But in that, before they came out with with the anti, they actually had some decent information. That's very interesting. Um, and the same thing with, like you said, the comics with nine eleven. I'm gonna. I, you're, I, you're, a big, you're a big Kanye West fan, I assume, Quinn. Is that what you're on, on about? <laughs> no, I'm not a Kanye West. Yeah, no. uh, uh, I, I did think of I did think of one thing, but um, I don't know if I would label a conspiracy considered the dude is out of the country now. But you ever watch uh, the Edward Snowden movie? Yeah, do me a favor. Just hold the phone a little bit away from your mouth. I think it's a little close to your mouth. Uh, how about now? Yes, good, good. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, I repeat, you watched the Edward Snowden movie from a few years ago? Uh, you know, I did. I did, I think. Well, you know, there is that thing uh, where, you know, he worked for the NSA, found out there's software that watches us, listens to us all the time, where eventually where our technology is advanced, where Apple... You, you have an iPhone, right? No. Oh, you don't? Well... I don't know how, uh, you have, well, you have a Samsung or anything Yeah, I have like a that. Samsung, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how different it is, because I haven't had a Samsung phone in years, but is there little dots in the corner of your screen that show when your microphone is being used or when your camera is being used? I'm not sure. I have to look at that. I, I heard of something like that, because it says they can take uh, cam uh, footage of what you're doing and stuff like that. I so, mean, I have a little orange dot in the corner of my phone right now, which indicates, you know, I'm making a phone call, aka my microphone is being used, we're communicating. So Apple eventually put these features on, you know, to not just make sure the microphone is on, but, you know, they're listening to us. 
because I remember watching that movie, and that that's the thing that scared me a lot. Like one of the guys was saying um, to Snowden, "Hey, look, we're spying on them through their camera." Wait, shouldn't you? Don't they know that it's on? Oh no, we turned the light off. We can see them anyway. I'm like, oh my god. So I think even with these little indicators showing when the camera and microphone is not being used, I kind of don't believe that. I feel like they're just listening to us no matter what. Yeah, I mean, you know, the king always ruled, right? The king always ruled. Back in the day, you look at the king the wrong way, cut your head off, right? Now, now the king, you know, the king's got a different thing. And we're still cockroaches to them. We'll always be cockroaches to them. We'll never sit at the same table. We just got to realize that. You know, you have a decent life. We have a decent life in this country. And, um, you know, I just think energy is everything, man. If you have, and this is funny me saying this, <laughs> if you have positive energy, man, and you, you it's all about love. <laughs> That's the Anthony Quinn way. It really is, though, man. It's all about love, man. Learning how to love yourself, love others, love your culture, love your country. Just, you know, just it's all about love, man. And we're just not taught that. We're not taught to love properly. We're taught to worry, you know? We're taught to worry and lose. <laughs> Whoa, it's getting serious now. Whoa. Sorry, I'm crying right now. All right, let me ask you this question. Let me okay. ask you, and then, and then we're going to get to the goofy part of the show. Yeah. Then we're going to get to the goofy part of the show. So, all right, so what was when you were a kid, right? When you were a little Nick Bailey, um, you know, and you, you had hope. <laughs> you had you had your little your little bright eyes, your little you probably had a little camera. Um what was the first what was the first conspiracy? What was the first event that you came across and you were like, that's a conspiracy? Like you you understood what a conspiracy was. Because you probably heard the word, maybe you didn't know what it was, or when you first learned what a conspiracy was, which one was it? Go. Definitely 9-11, hate to say it, but that's all, That's what all the kids talked about in my grade, because I remember there was a documentary on YouTube that they shared around, it was called uh, Loose Change. Loose Change, yeah, that? yeah, I saw all of them, yeah, I saw all of them, yeah. Yeah, I remember that was one of the, maybe one of the first. I was like 13 or 14 years old when I first saw that. And it just became like a big conversation. I know you said you hate to talk about it on here, but that was the first one. <coughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't hate to. Um, I don't get like, very, I'm just saying it's been over talked about, though. I don't get heated or serious, but this is what I say to people about 9 11. I say, uh, <coughs> if you're somebody who's telling me that nothing unusual happened at 9 11 on that day, then I think you need to look at it again. That's all I would mm-hmm. say to somebody. I would say some unusual stuff happened, but you know what? I just don't know. I'm a little round man. I can hardly do my laundry, you know? I'm not going to figure <laughs> out what the global elite did to with fucking, you know, <laughs> to our country on one of the, the, one, the worst one, days one, ever. One, one oddity that always got to me, um, tell me if you know the dude's name or not. I can't remember. It said... There was somebody that took out an insurance payout before the World Trade Center was attacked. Harvey, it's a Harvey Weinstein or something. Harvey Weinstein. Not Wein- oh. No, not Harvey Weinstein. Um, uh, Silverstein. S- Silverstein. That's it. Yeah. Silverstein. Sorry, we were just talking about Harvey Weinstein. Sorry. Yeah, he was like filed for insurance in case something ever happened to the building, and it did. And he oh yeah, he one, made yeah he a, made double. A, a he made billion dollar payout. Correct. Yeah, he made so much money, man. It was... That was the one that shocked me the most. I'm like, yeah, someone do something. Yeah, something happened, dude. I mean, there's just too many. It's just like... We're going to talk about this just like with the moon hoax, okay? Now, you know, I... The moon hoax is one that I subscribe to. I do. I I don't believe that we went to the moon. Um, if, If they could prove we did, I would accept it. I'm not like I'm not that heated about it. I don't really care that much, but I just don't know shit about space age technology from 50 years ago. But so. there, but there's a decent chance. I'm telling you this, Nick, and this is crazy. But there's a decent chance that space is fake. 
that they know nothing about space and they're lying about everything about space. I'm saying probably not, but there is a chance because when you look at what they say and what they do, it's weird. It's weird. And the dudes that are saying that they're being weird aren't, you know, they're not twisting anything. They're just taking stuff and observing stuff. I mean, I'm not an idiot, but... You know, you're talking about government agencies like NASA that was formed by Disney and Nazis. <laughs> it's like Mickey Mouse and a bunch of Nazis made fucking NASA. Um, I just, I don't know, dude. I don't know. You know, I know it's, it's you know tough. as much as I do. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's so hard, dude. And, and you know what, Nick? This is why I don't even have, like, um, flashcards with dates um, because nobody cares. Nobody cares. I could tell you, what about when they, the, the, the satellite, they launched this and that, this and that. You know, a lot of people start giving me shit. You know, I say two words to them. You know what words I say to them? I say, Christopher Columbus. I say, and, they, and all of a sudden they get quiet. <laughs> I go, I go, no, no, no. I go, what did he, I go, I go, what did he do? What did he do? And they go, uh, Mm, discovered America, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he discovered America. <laughs> uh, my guy Leif Erikson did. Praise be the Vikings. Nobody discovered America, dude. It was here already. Uh, you know who discovered America would be Harry Venice. You discovered America. <laughs> Harry Venice. It would be the dudes that were here, freaking hunting buffalo. They discovered America. They settled America. I don't know who. Oh, Honestly, I it's so hard for me to believe a lot about history because they lie about anything they need to lie about. They just lie about very interesting stuff, man. Like oil, real quick. I'm just gonna say this. Um, oh yeah, it's a fact that the oil the oil is not running out. There's no oil running out. They're saying it's running out, but it's not running out. They just want people to panic and buy. They just want people to panic and buy. Oil is not from dinosaurs. Oil is something the Earth produces. The United States doesn't even, you know, make its own oil. We just keep importing, was it, importing from uh, other countries. We barely make our own oil. We're I know. underneath Texas. And there's, there's, I think there's Texas. I think we have um, oil in, um, in um, Alaska, too. But whatever, mm-hmm. man. I mean, oh, who just make the gas? I want to put it in my car and go to the fucking show or Mike or whatever. I want to take my kid to the park. I don't know. I'm not a freedom fighter, dude. I'm sure there's people that are going to help us and going to freedom fight. And if they need me in any way, they can call on me, man. I'll come cook some good pasta for the for the troops. <laughs> I'm very hungry. I'll cook my pasta vazoo. <laughs> now you feel like killing some commies, huh? Yeah, baby. Yeah, if only the mic was last night. So. <laughs> so, all right. So, it's tough, man. We, 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 we're, we're, this is, this is an interesting time right now. This is a very interesting time in the world. To be talking about this kind of stuff because, um, oh, absolutely. I mean, like, the fucking prices for everything is through the roof. It's like people just look like they don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> and I'm this like, pretty lazy. like, uh, you see over in France, France, uh, they raised the retirement age, I think, from 62 to 64 years old. So, They've been rioting for, what, two straight weeks, and it looks amazing. And this country is, Rome is about to fall, and we're just, we're just making jokes about it. We're done for. For now. (laughs) One of us will be alive at the end of the day. For now. And it might be Anthony. You cannot, oh, oh, you want to retire at 62. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) You will work to 64. You make crepes until 64. I will not make crepes until 64. This actually makes me like the French for once. The fuck, man. I, I, haven't, I haven't liked the French since the 1800s. I, I went to Paris, dude. It was fucking awesome. I was only there for like five days. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It was fun. 
but um, yeah, it's it's you know. It's like one of the old world cool places to be. Whenever there's a cool place to be, people are going to be assholes there, right? I mean, come on. It's how it is. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. Man, I got to go to Paris now. I gotta, oh, Paris was awesome, man. I really that was this was many years ago. Now, who the hell knows now with the euro and everything? I went there when it was French marks. So, all right, oh, um, all right, so. All right, so I have a couple questions to ask you. Okay, we're we're through with that serious part. Are you okay? You feel you feel okay? We're good. We're good. <laughs> Lay you, it on me. You made you made it through the serious part, man. I'm glad, dude. I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm glad when when fucking when um I guess thank God for the French. But when next Harry question, next question when Harry called you a twink the other night, I almost fell down. I was fucking so. Funny. I will never I will never drive him anywhere in my life now. That's Jason Scott's ordeal. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Nick Bailey. I'm Anthony Quinn. This is Quinspiracy. Anthony Quinn. I'm Nick Bailey. This is Quinspiracy. Let me ask you this question. Think. Think hard. Go down into the deepness of your loins. Find <laughs> the answer. Find the answer deep within you. Have aliens from another planet, space people... Martians, whatever you want to call them, have they been to planet Earth? Go. Yes. And, oh, uh, Nick. They, they, they come from uh, my backyard, and so there they are. No way, that's a flock of chickens. <laughs> Give us the real answer, Nick. Give us the real answer. I think intelligent life has made us so dumb that they decided to leave us. They might have been here. They okay. hate us now. All right, that's a cop-out answer. Okay, are they here now, though? Are the, are the stuff people seeing, is that real? I hope so. Okay. Gotta get off this planet. Another cop-out answer. <laughs> I wonder if they have taxes. All right, buddy, I'm sorry, pal. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you, are you, hold, hold the chair or something. I have to tell you something right now. There's no aliens, Nick. Oh. I'm sorry, man. Are you okay? <laughs> no. Actually, um, isn't Warwick a, a place that they cite them? Not around here. Um, you might be thinking Pine Bush. Pine Bush, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pine Bush, yeah. They have a festival and everything for that. Yeah, but wouldn't they see them in war? So this is okay. So we'll get into this real. Quick. This is my thing about UFOs. This is why I give people shit about UFOs, because the powers that be have wanted to do a UFO invasion forever. They want to, um, you know, use the UFO invasion thing to control us or whatever. Use it as a tool, um, in whatever way. And my thing is, I'm gonna be fifty this year, Nick. Okay, don't don't get upset, yeah, right, Pat? Good lord, I thought you were thirty. Don't start don't start crying, Nick. Okay, don't start. I'm using it for this bit. You'll never hear me say my age again. <laughs> but <laughs> but I've been around, dude. I've been around. I've been to many keg parties. I've been outside. I've been camping. I've been traveling. I've been I've flown on many of flights. I've been around, dude, and I've never seen a UFO. Don't jinx it. You might see one soon. If it was something that, like, if it was something that it would, we would have seen them. We'd, they'd be here. We'd be seeing them. It's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I'm telling you. There's no, it's all science fiction. It's all science fiction, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I know, I know you like your little UFOs. <laughs> I'm not that invested in them. <laughs> but you know what, Nick? Of course you're not. This is New York. This is a tri-state area, dude. You're going to comedy shows. You're doing all kinds of shit, man. You know? But if you're somewhere in middle America where they don't have anything... And it's just ancient aliens on every day, every week, at Tuesday night or whatever the fuck it is. You know? And they're like, you know, there could be something. It gives people hope. But it's the wrong hope. You know? If you have the wrong hope, it's not good. <laughs> just, remember, just remember, in my area, I have about three airports that I know of off the top of my head in the area. 
Or maybe, or, okay, maybe four, maybe five. Are you uh, on we're speaker? surrounded by what? We're surrounded by three major, four or five major airports in the tri-state area. Oh, <laughs> Store so- Airport, Newark, JFK, LaGuardia, Westchester. We have a lot of air traffic around here. A lot of people think we're about to get probed by 747. Well, this is the thing too, right? If you're somebody who, are you, are you, you're not on speaker, are you? I'm not. Okay. Um, if I was like, if I was really interested in UFOs, right, I'd be going to the airports and talking to them or having some kind of commerce with them. I'd be like, hey, man, you see anything? I'd be talking to people that work there and shit. Right? It's a wide open space. All you do is look out on the fucking runway all day. You think it's cloudy? I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, in the whole wide world, there's just, like, one or two aliens that come here and we see them. It's just bullshit. You know? It's bullshit. And, um, my thing is, Nick, I, the only reason why I get a little annoyed about it is because they, it scares people. That's I I think there's too many things for us to be scared about right now and we don't deserve to be scared. You know, um me, I'm not scared. I'm I'm out there ass up every night wanting to be abducted. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm out there, you know, ready to give it all for the team. Um All right. So, next question. You ready? Here we go. All right. Um, voodoo, magic, psychics, all that kind of stuff. Is it real? Magic with um, a K, all that kind of stuff, spells, right, well, as, as, my, as Michael Scott said on The Office, I'm not superstitious. Just a little stitious. <laughs> there, there are some things in this world where I'm like, okay, that's bullshit. Then there are things that I've seen and heard from other people, maybe by my own eyes, where I'm like, yep. There's some magic afoot. Okay. I remember there was this one kid in my high school named Dominic, and he bullied this one girl really bad where uh, she practiced witchcraft, and then she hexed him in the middle of class one day, and then all this bad juju just started happening to him. Like, his wallet got took from him, he crashed a car, freaking parents divorced. I'm like, that that part's funny to me, but why not? Anyway, yeah. Uh, there's, I, I, I do believe we should not quarrel with any witches. Um, voodoo, I've been to New Orleans. I haven't seen any voodoo yet until I go back. Uh, magic, help me with my gambling problem, please. Um, yeah, it's, um, I, I think, uh, I think it's interesting some of it, but unfortunately, I do think it's it's all bullshit. Um, I was gonna say something else. I've been to New Orleans too, and New Orleans is just a scary place. Um, I went. It's there, its own universe. I went there before Katrina, so I went there before all that stuff, um, and uh, it was it was a rough place, man. Like like at night, we uh, we were scared walking places. It was it was. It was one of, honestly, it was one of the only places I ever went where I was a little scared. You know, I was never, I was never fucking scared. And I remember going there in the plane and the guy was like, you gotta be, I think maybe he spooked me a little, but he was right. He was right, man. That shit. I remember going places and people be like, what are you doing in this area at this time of night? And I'm like, uh, looking for a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Bourbon Street, I miss it. Um, so, uh... I, you know, if I wasn't a little interested about this stuff, dude, I wouldn't ask this question. I wouldn't do this podcast. But unfortunately, um, a lot of times, you know, it's just like anything else. If somebody's a psychic, they're pretty good at it. They can tell by the way you walk in, by the way you sit down, by the way you move your head. You know, they can tell by all that stuff. And... You know, they take stabs at the do- in the dark, and if they hit, then it's a glorious thing. And if they miss, then, ooh, that's something they haven't uncovered yet. You know, I mean, it's, it's, 
I just, it's so hard. It's so hard for me to buy into that you could just go to a job and be like, okay, I'm punching the clock. Let's see some spirits. <laughs> Come on in. I'm going to talk to your relatives. It's it's just bullshit, man. You know? And uh, it's, it's... <laughs> you have any experiences? You have any sightings? Any sightings? No. Okay. All right. All right, we love it when somebody has a nice sighting. The, the only the only mystic I need in my life is Anthony Quinn at an open <laughs> mic in <laughs> tomorrow. All right, so um, all right, so let me ask you this question: Some people think this is separate, and some people think this is the same. I think it's separate. That's why I asked the question. Separate. What about ghosts? Are ghosts real? Um, nah. All right, Never. Nick. You're getting your first clap out. You're getting your first clap out. We all have the clap. Um, I'll say this. I'll say this. If if you go, if you die, and you go to a tunnel, there's going to be people that want you to walk to the tunnel. Do not walk to the tunnel. This is what you have to ask yourself. Why are people trying to help me? No one's trying. No one's ever tried to help me before. No, maybe they're trying to make me leave Warwick. No, they're trying to bring you somewhere where they can erase your brain and send and reincarnate you. Oh, if you Lord. if you refuse the light tunnel and just keep saying I'm a sovereign being, I'm Nick Bailey, I'm a sovereign being, <laughs> and um, then you'll go into the universe and you'll hopefully break out into the um, the 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 real the real where you can be connected to the universe. So, I don't it's, it's it's interesting. It's interesting stuff. I don't necessarily believe it all, but everybody that had a lot of people that have had um near death experiences where they die for like five some people die for like several minutes. Oh, yes. And they go Just reanimate themselves and they go to like a um it's like an astro um city and stuff like a uh uh, some kind of other reality and that's where all this stuff is going on and there's lizard people there I mean it's pretty wild shit but a lot of people talk about the light tunnel and that's what they're trying that's what you have you have to go through the light tunnel to get there you know but if you don't only if you're dead right if you're not dead dead then you don't have to, you, like, you can go through the light tunnel and you can still come back if you're not, if you're not dead. You know what I'm saying? But if yes, you sir. If you're dead, <laughs> if you're dead, you go through and then it's almost like you get processed, like you're going into a prison or something. It's pretty interesting stuff. I don't necessarily believe it, but if you look at all the, a lot of the near-death experiences, they're all saying about this light tunnel. I'm serious. Look, when you watch movies, cartoons, you'll see the light tunnel pop up. You'll see. You'll see references to it. Are you scared now? <laughs> I've been scared since 1996, Quinn. All I remember is that I picked up hot coals in a park by accident. That's one of my first memories. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Wow. I was three at a church picnic and I picked up hot coals at a barbecue. Oh. Life is hard. Life was going to be hard for me. <laughs> so that's the life I picked. That, is that, Burns my hands you think that's off what, like I'm in Men in Black or something. Is this, are they still burned? No, no. I was going to say. Got and everything. I was gonna say, you think that's what made you autistic? <laughs> I think doing stand-up comedy made me autistic. <laughs> you know, it was just it like... Was, <laughs> It was a self-diagnosis that became true and profitable. I, I had a real shot at life until I picked that coal up. <laughs> oh, man. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. So, all right. I mean, what? so what do you think? Like, the reason what I was saying before why I say about Christopher Columbus is because what do you think about fake history? Like, Dude, the people that wrote that book, what did, when you were a little kid in school, what did you learn about Christopher Columbus? 1492, sailed the ocean blue, and killed a bunch of Indians. No, but he, they said he discovered America, right? Yep. Dude, that's right. They knew 
that he didn't? The people who wrote that book knew that he didn't. So why'd they make the book? That's what I'm talking about. You know, um, the, the, we've been lied to about history for people's like political agendas. And it's always been the case, and it's always going to be the case. We just have to know that. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't think in New York, where we are here, I don't think that there's ever going to be, like, black buses coming to get us. <laughs> Not yet. Just jinxing our whole day, my guy. <laughs> just jinxing our whole day. And it's just not going to happen, dude. It's not going to happen. So, All right. So, listen, um, tell tell people where they can find out where you're going to be appearing and, and uh, you know, see your comedy and yeah, stuff so like I'll that. Let, I'll, let, I'll let them know our show first because that's an important one because I just made the poster and everything like that. i got to finalize some stuff. Won't be posted eventually. So, uh, this, the show that I'm producing in Pine Island, New York, at the Pine Island Tap House. It'll be July 7th later this year. Guest spot by the one, the only, Anthony Quinn of Conspiracy Theories. <gasps> Quinspiracy. <laughs> so that's going to be later in the year, but I got a lot of stuff going on through the rest of the year. So uh, at the end of the month, I'm going to have. Uh, show at the Henry with Doug Smith, uh, St. Mark's Comedy Club to follow that, and then I'm probably going to my biggest gig in May, uh, Hunter Mountain, New York, at the Hunter Mountain Theater, probably a 200-seater theater, so that's exciting. I got gigs all the way till October, so you can find me, NVBaileyX, on Instagram, or my photo page, NV underscore pictures underscore NY, as in New York. That's great, man. That's great, dude. Nick's a very hardworking guy. Definitely, uh, you know, hit him up and, uh, you know, approach him at shows. You know, he'll probably, he probably won't snub you. <laughs> Remember, if you're not a fan of Nick Bailey, you're not a fan of yourself. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, dude. And thank you, Mr. Quinn. I will see you tomorrow. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, yeah. Take care. Take it buddy. easy. Bye-bye. All right, Nick Bailey. Yeah, that dude is a hard worker, man. He's all over the place, man. Um, <sighs> and I try to work hard, too. This was Quinnspiracy. My name is Anthony Quinn. Peace, love, pot, and microdots. Cheers. <laughs>